Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Creativity. Here's how to get unstuck. I'm your host, creativity coach, Nancy Norbeck. Let's go. Hey, everybody. It's Nancy Norbeck, and I'm here with this week's Creative Pep Talk. And I want to talk to you this week about something that I've been talking about a lot lately when I've been on other folks' podcasts, but I haven't talked about it here yet. And it's this, be nice to yourself. That may sound obvious, but the thing is, we don't do it a lot. We are living in a culture that tells us that we have to do more and be more and expect more from ourselves all the time, as if we are just here as batteries that need to give, give, give until we are absolutely drained dry. Here's a surprise. That's not what human beings are. (laughs) And so, you know, the constant pressure for productivity to do more and be more It's going to wear you out. It's not really good for you. And also, especially in the creative realm, but also in a lot of other places in life, doesn't work very well. I mean, you know, we, you've heard the expression, don't should on yourself. I know you have, because it's been around for a while. And the fact is, we should on ourselves all the time. There are plenty of other people out there who will quite happily should on you for you. They do not need your help. And you do not need the internalized should that is, quite frankly, even worse than the one you get from your boss, your spouse, your friends, the people on TV, the folks on Instagram, whoever it is that's shooting on you at this particular moment. There's plenty of it to go around without you adding to it. And here's the thing. Most of us hate being told what to do. Whether that is in a creative venue or at work or at home, you know, could you clean the kitchen? Eh, Yeah, you probably would have cleaned the kitchen on your own. But now that somebody else told you to do it, you don't want to anymore because now you resent it, right? Most of us hate being told what to do. And then we turn around and we should on ourselves all the time. And for some strange, bizarre reason, we expect that it's going to work. Now, with any luck, you are already asking yourself, how well does this work for me? You're probably already thinking, when was the last time I did this to myself and how well did it work? And you may even be concluding, you know what? didn't really accomplish what I wanted it to. Here's the thing. Being mean to ourselves always, always, always makes it harder and never, ever works. If it worked, you wouldn't still be doing it because, quite frankly, at the rate that most of us are mean to ourselves, we would already have achieved complete perfection and possibly godhood if it worked. I don't know about you. I have definitely not achieved godhood. And I have no idea how far I am from perfection because it is so far off in the distance that I have no prayer of seeing it. How about you? What does work better is being nice to ourselves, right? If you think about it, if you're trying to get a kid to clean their room, yelling at them is not the best choice, right? Kids don't respond well to being yelled at. Spoiler, nobody responds well to being yelled at. (laughs) So you have to come at it from a different angle. Coming at it from an angle of encouragement 
Well, positivity is going to get you farther than yelling, whether it's at the kid or yourself. And the thing is, yelling at yourself is an attack on yourself. We don't think about it that way because we haven't been taught to think about it that way, but it is. And I recently heard Martha Beck, who I know I mention a lot because I love her, um, and she's great. There's, there's good reason for that. Mention that Gloria Steinem never attacks herself and therefore no one else can attack her because she just has built up this ability to not let that stuff in. When you attack yourself, you are much more likely to believe the attacks that come from others. Because, hey, you're already telling yourself that you're crap. So what's not to believe when somebody else says it? But if you don't believe that, you're not going to believe it when someone else says it to you. Right? If somebody walked up to you and said, you know, you're a 20-foot blue alligator, you look at them like they're crazy because you know that's not true. We only get upset with the things other people tell us when we think that they're true. And the fact that we tell ourselves stuff like this makes it all the harder for us to disbelieve the crap that we are told by other people. And this is all part of the same thing, right? Shooting on ourselves, yelling at ourselves, all of that is about being mean to ourselves. It's also about judging ourselves, which is a whole other topic. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. (laughs) But if you can do this one thing, and it's not easy because it's so ingrained, it's not something wrong with you, it's the programming that you have to unprogram, and that always takes some time. But if you can start by noticing when you're being mean to yourself, when you're shooting on yourself, when you're yelling at yourself and saying, hmm, look at that. I did it again. You don't have to do anything about it right away. You just have to notice it. And then when you notice it often enough, you can say, you know what? I want to do something different. If you're really good, you might be able to do those two things at the same time. But most of us are not at that level of superhuman. So do not use that as an excuse to beat up on yourself. But look, the easiest way to encourage yourself to do better is to be encouraging, not to be discouraging, not to be mean to yourself. Stop attacking yourself so that other people's attacks on you have less power. It sounds simple. I know it's not, but it can be done. Even if you just manage 5% more awareness than you had yesterday, That is a massive, massive improvement. And it will make such a huge, huge difference in your life. And believe me, this is something that I still work on. So, you know, it's a process for all of us. It takes time. We may never, ever get to the end. We may never get to be where Gloria Steinem is. But we might. And the only way to find out is to try and to keep trying. So, That is my suggestion to you for this week. Just notice where you're being mean to yourself, where you're being really hard on yourself. Start to pay attention to that. And once you do, you can make changes and they will make your life so much better creatively and everywhere else in your life.
I would love to hear how this goes for you. I would love to hear even if you're frustrated because that's a natural part of the process and I think we should acknowledge that. So drop me a note on any of my socials or on my website. I would love to hear from you. And with that, I'll see you next time. If this episode resonated with you, don't forget to get in touch on any of my social platforms or even via email at nancy at fycuriosity.com and tell me what you loved. And if you're feeling a little bit less than confident in your creative process right now, and you haven't yet signed up for my free email series on six of the most common creative beliefs that are messing you up, please check it out. It'll untangle those myths and help you get rolling again. You can find it at fycuriosity.com. And there's also a link right in your podcast app. See you there and see you next week. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. Thanks. Thanks.